welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Today's episode completes our series on Consecration 2023. I just have to say it's been eye-opening for me. The Lord has shared with me so many things that I was doing to myself that, you know, was hindering me. And man, I was just blown away. I was I was actually hindering my own spiritual progress, my own success, mainly by the things that I kept saying all the time. You got to watch what you say. Anyway, I'm believing God that I can move forward this year one step at a time and just trust my instincts, knowing that God is directing me. And I know that God is directing you. Moving right along, let's review one last time why consecration is so important to start off the new year. I have given you five reasons for consecration. So let me run through them once again, one last time. Number one, consecration prepares you for an unknown future. Future, Joshua chapter three, verses two through 17. Number two, Consecration prepares you to stand before two people, God and your enemies. Joshua chapter 7, verse 6 through 14. Number three, consecration purifies your heart motivations. The reason why you want to do something or the things that you do and why you do and what's behind all of it. Your consecration represents your purity. Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, Job chapter 1, verses 1 and verse 5. Fourth, consecration averts God's judgment and brings God's presence. Joel chapter 2, verse 15 through 17, and Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26 through 31. Fifth, consecration makes the spiritually weak strong. Sanctification is your way to perfection or completion and maturity. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 23 through 28 and also chapter 10 verse 14. Now let's discuss the last two reasons why consecration is so important to the believer. So this will be Seven reasons altogether why consecration is so important. First, let me go back to our background scripture, the scripture that we started off with in the beginning. It came from Joshua chapter three, verses two through five. So it was after three days that the officers went through the camp and they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord, your God, and the priests, the Levites bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Do not come near it, that you may know the way by which you must go. For you have not passed this way before. And Joshua said to the people, 
sanctify yourselves or consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Wow. I love that scripture. Now for the sixth reason for consecration. Consecration is your way to God through the blood of Jesus, who is our high priest forever, holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, interceding on our behalf. And it just reminds me of this little song from way back. Hold on, he's fighting for your life. He's ever interceding for you both day and night. All you got to do is hold on tight. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He's fighting for your life. Anyway, we're going to look at Hebrews chapter 7, verses 17 through 28, and Jeremiah chapter 13, verses 15 through 17. So, and the main point that we're going to uh, be make, uh, looking at that from these two scriptures is the fact that what keeps you and I from being carried away captive? The answer is consecration and Jesus praying for you to go the right way. What keeps you from being carried away captive? Consecration and Jesus praying for you to go the right way. So Hebrews chapter 7, verses 17 through 28. For he testifies, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. For on the one hand, there is an annulling of the former commandment because of its weakness and unprofitableness. For the law made nothing perfect. On the other hand, there is the bringing in of a better hope through which we draw near to God. And inasmuch as he was not made priest without an oath, for they have become priests without an oath, but he with an oath by him who said to him, the Lord has sworn and will not relent. You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. By so much more, Jesus has become a surety or a guarantee of a better covenant. Also, there were many priests because they were prevented by death from continuing. But he, because he continues forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. He's standing in the God for us. He's praying for us. For such a high priest was fitting for us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and has become higher than the heavens. Who does not need daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifices first for his own sin and then for the people's. For this he did once for all when he offered up himself for the law appoints as high priests men who have weakness. 
But the word of the oath, which came after the law, appoints the son who has been perfected forever. Good God Almighty, he's ever interceding for us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. God Almighty, God himself, the great I am, is praying for me. How can I lose? How can I be defeated? When God is praying for me, if God be for me, who or what can stand against me? He's interceding for you and me. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 13, verses 15 through 17. Here we see Jeremiah's devoutness to God that kept God's restraining hand against Israel's enemies so that they did not totally overtake them. It's Amazing what one consecrated man or woman can do. Jeremiah didn't want God's revenge. He wanted God's hand to be stayed and he prayed in tears. He prayed for his people. He prayed for the nation. Consecration is not just a benefit for you. It can benefit others. Jeremiah uh, chapter 13, verses 15 through 17. And I'm reading from the, from the New Living Translation. Listen, do not be proud, for the Lord has spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God before it is too late. Acknowledge him before he brings darkness upon you, causing you to stumble and fall on the dark mountains. For then when you look for light, you will find only terrible darkness. And if you still refuse to listen, I will weep alone because of your pride. My eyes will overflow with tears because the Lord's flock will be led into a way into exile. So in the Old Testament, we see the prophet Jeremiah praying for his people. And in the New Testament, we see the Lord himself making intercession for us. He's ever interceding. He's always praying for us. He's on his job. He's not fickle. He's doing it. And it's done. Last but not least, the seventh reason why consecration is so important. Jesus is our role model for a consecrated life. Consecration shows the Lord who are his people. Not those who go to church, but those who are consecrated. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 10, verses 9 through 14. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. By that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest stands ministering daily and often offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. From that time, waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. For by one offering, 
He has perfected forever those who are being sanctified or consecrated. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 14, the, the author again repeats the effect of Jesus' one offering. In other words, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. So this verse brings together two vital truths. First, the position of believers before God. Our position before God is that we are perfect. God has forgiven all of our sins through Christ's sacrifice, and he has imputed Christ's perfect righteousness to them. In other words, he has in, Christ has imputed to us his righteousness. These great facts are the basis of our standing before God. Second, first we dealt with the position of believers. Now, second, we're going to deal with the practice of believers. The practice of believers is that we are being sanctified. We are growing in holiness in thought, word, and deed. The position is granted instantly at the moment we're saved, but the practice is worked out over a lifetime of growth and obedience. Baby, if there's no growth in holiness, then there's a reason to question whether or not you truly are a member of the body of Christ. If you've been saved for years and there's no change and you still doing what you did before and, and you know, no, nah, baby, you something ain't right. The Bible says we are being perfected. We are growing. Jesus is our role model. We endeavor to be like him. Consecration is one of the ways we can grow in holiness. Second Timothy chapter two, verse 17 through 19 reads, and their message will spread like cancer. Hymenaeus and Philetus are of this sort who have strayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection is already past and they overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his the lord knows those who are his consecration shows the lord who are his as i close out i hope this new year brings you the joy of a more intimate relationship because we're gonna need it baby we're gonna need it we're gonna need it we're gonna need it with our Savior, Jesus Christ. As you walk this journey called life, may this year, 2023, be a blessed one. The goal of this podcast is to influence Christian believers to lead successful or more successful Christian lives as we reflect on the love of God and the word of God. If you're looking for the power to conquer challenges, resist temptations in our culture, gain insight and wisdom for decision-making, and deepen your walk with God, join us every Wednesday. And click that subscribe button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. While you're at it, spread the news to your family and friends to check it out. Until next time, be blessed.